the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jeremy House in Washington. Millions of people continue to hunker down in a deep freeze to ride out the frigid storm that's killed at least 24 people across the country. National Weather Service meteorologist Richard Otto says much of the country woke up to freezing temperatures today. Cold numbers go all the way down to the Gulf Coast, where much of the deep south is below freezing this morning. Uh, Central and northern Florida, uh, they are also below freezing this morning. So a lot of cold air in place to start off Christmas morning for much of the country. The scope of the storm has been nearly unprecedented. Also on SRNews.com, Ukrainians usually celebrate Christmas on January 7th, as do Russians, but not this year, or at least not all of them. Some Orthodox Ukrainians have decided to observe Christmas on December 25th, like many Christians around the world. This is SRN News. Hugh Hewitt warns of the next thing out of China. Chinese cities are grappling with the rapid spread of COVID. You got to understand that China is a giant petri dish, unlike anywhere else in the world right now. So when every strain of the mutations of the virus were struggling for the last two years, they didn't combat each other in China. Do not be surprised if something comes out of China that makes another ravage of the world. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at five on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Stay tuned, Northern Alliance Radio Network with Brad Carlson coming up right now. Here's your weather forecast here on AM 12A, The Patriot. High of 6 degrees, increasing clouds throughout your afternoon into your evening, low of zero. But new snow possible of a couple inches in your evening into your overnight hours. Escape Minnesota's winter chill. Kick back in the sunshine, picturesque island in Barbados. We're giving away a seven-day, six-night stay. Register details at am1280thepatriot.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. Hey, Merry Christmas, everybody. From the Northern Alliance Radio Network, it's me, Brad Carlson. Yeah, we're going to play a bevy of Christmas tunes today gonna divert from our normal uh routine of picking songs we're gonna go for all christmas songs so you can guess today's theme obviously so hope you and yours are having a very merry christmas yeah this is airing live on christmas day even though it's pre-recorded the jig is we already mentioned that it's pre-recorded so if you are listening live you're obviously listening on christmas day hope you and yours are having a very merry christmas and if you're listening I don't know, uh, on the podcast later on. Hope you had a blessed uh, Christmas with your family and uh, have a safe holiday. Uh, kind of a treacherous uh, uh, Friday, that is for sure, with the uh, heavy winds and icy roads. Uh, di- I, I only went to my local health club, and that's only about a mile or so from my house, but otherwise was not going to drive at all. And uh, it didn't snow, but the drifts that were piling up, ooh, brutal. So I was getting my workout, that is for sure. But uh uh, again, have a have not only a very merry Christmas, but a very safe and uh, happy holidays as well. Uh, I guess uh, we'll kind of be doing some of the uh, kind of some of the festivists here, where we'll be airing some grievances. Yeah, we're going to be doing a little bit of that. I uh, got to kind of break it up a little bit. First hour, kind of t- uh, weigh in on some national stuff, and the second hour, uh, plenty of local news uh, to get to. 
But uh, this is a political talk show, so uh, I do at least want to uh, talk about some uh, political stories and kind of intermingle some Christmas cheer in there as well. Don't want to be completely uh, down because I got to tell you, even though this is just a side hustle, uh, I do stay engaged with the news every week. So I have something to talk about every Sunday and it can be downright depressing at times and it can get me in a in a thought process where, where I think I don't know how much longer I want to do this because I, I just there are some times where I just want to completely disconnect why well, can't really do that if I'm going to keep the side hustle going so I'm not making any announcement or anything like that just kind of giving you my general sense and how Christmas cheer can kind of bring you back a little bit but I did want to talk about one of the bigger stories from this past week in Washington DC where Ukrainian president uh Ukrainian president Volodymyr Zelensky visited Washington DC and the visit uh culminated this took place um let's see today is uh, so it would have taken place on Wednesday when he visited Washington DC and again culminated the evening by speaking to a joint session of Congress I'm going to guess members of Congress want to hear from the guy where they're sending millions upon millions of our tax dollars. But one of the big things that was brought about is the guy showed up in a in a dark green sweatshirt and green cargo pants. And a lot of people, myself included, said, you know, this is still the the White House. This is still Washington, D.C., and I, I believe any male visitors to the White House should wear a suit and tie. I wasn't outraged over it necessarily, although there were some who were very outraged over it and deemed it as a lack of respect to our elected officials who, let's face it, are voting to send Ukraine millions upon millions of dollars to help them in their war against Russia. Because, of course, Russia earlier this year uh, declared war to try to annex uh, uh, Ukraine much the same way they did Crimea during the Obama administration. And I, I, I've been genuinely so I've been genuinely conflicted on this particular war. Now, again, people who were uh, expressing dismay over President Zelensky's attire, you know, were trying. Well, you're 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 missing the greater point. You're missing the greater point here, and. Okay, yeah, that that's fair. Uh, because he did want to speak to the joint session of Congress, and you know, to his credit, I felt like President Zelensky showed plenty of respect to the American people because you know there there are folks you know the hardcore uh, right like you know Benny Johnson and uh, who's I think Benny Johnson still with Turning Point. And Matt Walsh with the Daily Wire, you know, the, 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 the red meat conservatives, if you will, the, the real hardcore social conservatives, you know, saying, you know, he should show a little respect given the millions upon millions were given to his country. Well, if you read an excerpt of his speech, he, he was, I think, eternally grateful. And I'll read a little bit of it. Uh, Dear Americans in all states, cities and communities, all those who value freedom and justice, who cherish it as strongly as we Ukrainians in our cities, in each and every family, I hope my words of respect and gratitude resonate in each American heart. Americans gain this victory, and that's why you have succeeded in united, uniting the global community to protect freedom and international law. Europeans gain this victory, and that's why Europe is now stronger and more independent than ever. The Russian tyranny has lost control over us, and it will never influence our minds again. Financial assistance is also critically important, and I would like to thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for both financial packages you have already provided us with the ones you may be willing to decide on. Your money is not charity. It's an investment in the global security and democracy that we handle in the most responsible way. I, you know, as, I, as I've gotten older, I've, I've really... I become more libertarian in a lot of my worldview, political worldview. I mean, I'm still a evangelical uh, Christian at heart, and you know, Jesus is first and foremost number one in my life. And obviously, uh, things that I 
willing to say, you know, and from a political standpoint, hey, we need to live and let live. Um, but from my Christian worldview, you know, ultimately we're all going to have to, you know, answer for what we've done on this earth, right? But from a political standpoint, from, as I've gotten more libertarian, a lot of issues, I, 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 I've been more and more loath to go to war. And I think it may be because I remember vividly our involvement in Iraq and Afghanistan and how that turned out to be not the sparkling success as we'd like to believe. I mean, I, I, I understood the virtuous goals going in and the, and of course the Bush doctrine, president George W. Bush's doctrine was regime change. You know, people yearn to be, to be free. And if we give them an opportunity to, you know, for democracy in their own countries, they'll ultimately vote for, uh, a political system that would allow them that. Well, let's be honest, there were elements in those respective countries and in those regions were never going to allow that. I mean, Iraq, they did have the opportunity to to vote, and people literally put their lives on the line to to cast votes for uh, for for democracy. But in Afghanistan, it just it it just really wasn't ever a possibility. And I say all this to say, look, we it should not be cited as unpatriotic. And gee, I'm sounding like an awful lot like Democrats did back uh, during the Bush years. It shouldn't be patriotic to disagree with an administration or question what, what what we're doing or where our tax dollars are going. You know, so I guess if we're supposed to just unabashedly and unreservedly support Ukraine's efforts against Russia, basically a proxy war, we're, we're not allowed to question it. We're not allowed to say, you know, to wonder aloud, is this really the best strategy going forward? So we're all neocons now? Is that, is, that, is that what I'm getting from this? I don't know. So I, I agree that Russia is our enemy. And Ukraine, and we should obviously be rooting for Ukraine to prevail. And is it in our best interest that Ukraine prevails or should we you know, should we take the full libertarian isolationist bent and say we shouldn't be getting involved in these in these wars? It's not our concern. It's not in America's interest. Well, I would argue defeating Russia is definitely in America's interest. It's not in our interest to have boots on the ground. That's that's 100 percent certain. And, you know, I saw somebody put out on Twitter this past week, boy, you know, Ronald Reagan must be rolling over in his grave if he if he hearing some of the rhetorics of some of these Americans, particularly elected officials who are implying that we shouldn't stand up to Russia. You know, because, of course, Reagan gave the, the famous speech, you know, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall, you know, standing in front of the Berlin Wall, which is a symbol of communism, you know, and basically Reagan's biggest accomplishment was helping defeat the, you know, to end the Cold War without firing a shot, you know, because there was always the worry. I remember I had anxiety in the early to mid 80s, you know, as a as a middle school and high school kid of nukes being launched and mutually assured destruction and all that. And that was a very real threat back then. And, and the threat ended again without nuke, nukes being launched. And so this person on Twitter said, you know, Reagan would be rolling over his gro- in his grave if we if we didn't eagerly stood up against Russia in any way we could. And it's like, well, yeah, but uh, Reagan stood up to it without firing a shot. You know, peace through strength, saying you can use nukes if you want to, but, you know, it's going to ensure the end of your country. And let's be honest, uh, I mean, Russian leaders, they aren't like the mullahs of Iran who are all, all about the mutually assured destruction. You know, the mullahs in Iran, are, you know, they're all about the theocracy. And that's a greater good for them, is to have that mutually assured destruction. But, you know, current Russian President Vladimir Putin, that's not his thing. Obviously, he wants to be the, the strong man in the region, hence his a- annexing Crimea some years ago, and now wanting to take over Ukraine. And and I I have to think if Putin passes away or is killed, that I, I I can't imagine there are a lot of Russian leaders who would be eager to continue this war. I mean, we just saw 
Washington Post had an article just the other day talking about how they're having double the troops now to fight. Russia is having double the troops now to fight this war, particularly a lot of these who are prisoners that are being released. Well, goodness sakes, how are those people qualified to 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 fight a war? I think someone replied to that on Twitter saying the only thing that's going to accomplish for Russia is doubling the number of body bags. So, again, uh, this, this is a difficult one for me because uh, we are fighting basically a proxy war, and this isn't going to help relations with Russia. But let's be honest, the Democrats, you know, f- uh, stooping to touch the hem of uh, President Zelensky's garment uh, in fighting this war, it, it it doesn't have anything to do with any moral stance, I don't believe. And, it, uh, and some of them, I think it's just a simple fact that they thought Trump was Putin's buddy. And therefore, anything to uh, be anti-Trump is something worth supporting, even if it's hundreds of millions of our tax dollars. Okay, and that's that's a concern that people are raising. It's like, look, look at look at our southern border. It's it's just it's a disaster. It's a complete disaster. Yet the Biden administration is gaslighting us, ensuring us that the border is secure. And it's not. The Biden administration was also gaslighting us last year. August of 2021 saying that it's not inevitable that the Taliban will take over Afghanistan once we withdraw. Well, not only have they taken it over, but they've basically gone back to their old ways, and I'll talk about that later on. So you can understand why we're not just going to take the administration's word for this. You know, the double pinky swear, scout's honor. We shouldn't just take their word for it. We should speak up. We should say, look, we're $30-plus trillion in debt. We've got a porous border. And yet we're just going to continue shoveling millions and millions more in fighting a proxy war. And and what's the end? Shouldn't and we were reliably informed during the global war on terror, particularly the billions we were spending in Iraq and Afghanistan, that hey, we 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 that's that's the essential patriotism is questioning what an administration is doing, but it's not now. I mean, shouldn't. We shouldn't we be able to ask questions? What's the end game here? Because that question was being asked constantly for Iraq and Afghanistan. And guess what? Whatever the end game was, it wasn't accomplished, particularly in Afghanistan. We're 20 years after that war started. They were bas- we were basically back at square one. Except we're billions upon billions of dollars poorer. So I would venture to say our goals are aligned with. Ukrainian President Zelensky's goals, and that is to push back against Russia and defeat them and not and, and have them stand down and not allow them to take over countries. But as long as Putin is alive, he's not just going to go quietly into that good night. So wouldn't it be the responsible thing to say, hey, are, is America's end goals aligned with Zelensky's? Are they? But again, all, all these... All people seem to do is point out a couple of members of Congress, Republican members of Congress, Matt Gatz of Florida and Lauren Boebert out of Colorado, basically not giving Zelensky applause for his speech. And, I, and, and you know what? I, I don't agree with the, those two members of Congress for not at least showing him a, a little respect. But at the same time, I think it's OK to, to, to question, is this money being spent wisely and is a proper end goal? being defined so uh we'll definitely uh hope and pray for the the best result that is for certain now brad carlson the closer coming to you on this christmas day edition of the northern alliance radio network so thankful for you my listeners for supporting us all these many years merry christmas to you back with another segment in mere moments go nowhere just hear those sleigh bells jingling ring ting tingling too Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. I feel so tense. 
and worried all the time. Is this anxiety? Mental Health Minnesota is here to help seven days a week with resources, peer support, online screenings, connections to treatment and crisis services. It's anonymous, confidential, and free of charge. Whether you're living with a mental health condition, are concerned about someone you love, or could use some support, Mental Health Minnesota is here for you. MentalHealthMN.org. Sponsored by Mental Health Minnesota, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. In today's world, is it possible for you to make a solid retirement plan, one that's unshakable? The answer is absolutely yes. Hi, I'm Dale Tondrick. In my new book, Unshakable Retirement, you'll learn my time-tested strategies to make your retirement secure with methods that I've been using with my clients for over 20 years. Contact me and I'll send you a free copy of Unshakable Retirement, 800-799-9316. That's 800-799-9316. This ho-ho holiday special from Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is ready to save you some cold, hard cash this season. Standard Heating would like to save you up to $1,200 off a new furnace or a new boiler. That's right, Standard Heating services and replaces boilers, too. Ask about payment options and 0% financing this holiday season. That's two ho-ho holiday offers this month with savings of up to $1,200 off a new system. Be sure to ask about installing a water heater with your purchase. Don't be scrooged and left out in the cold this winter. Call for your free custom estimate today. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is a third-generation family-owned and operated company. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, providing the comfort you deserve since 1930. Call Standard Heating to schedule an appointment. Mention the Patriot. That's Standard Heating for all your heating needs this winter. StandardHeating.com. That's Standard Heating. Basement issues ruining your home? Standard Water Control, your local basement contractor, has $200 off waterproofing, foundation repair, and egress window projects. $50 off radon mitigation. Cold temps don't matter because the standard water professionals install all year round. Standard water control. They've served customers in Minnesota and western Wisconsin for 45 years. Call Standard Water for all your basement project needs. Schedule online. Standardwater.com. That's standardwater.com. Join our fan club today and you could win our December Regnery Book of the Month, Overture of Hope. Two sisters' daring plan that saved opera's Jewish stars from the Third Reich. Register to win daily at am1280thepatriot.com. Hey, welcome back. I'm Paul the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Merry Christmas to you and yours. Have a holy, jolly Christmas. Yes, it is a uh, Christmas broadcast. So if you are listening on Christmas Day, Merry Christmas. Be snow, and if you're not, hope you had a, a blessed Christmas as you listen to this podcast. And uh, we are uh, talking about, yeah, we got some national political stories on which I'd like to opine. Uh, but hopefully uh, we can uh, get into some more uh, uh, cheery stories here as the uh, time goes on. But, I, I, you know, I was talking about in the first segment airing of grievances. You know, this is kind of a time-honored tradition that Kentucky Senator Rand Paul has at every year end because, you know, it, typically what Congress likes to do is they like to cobble together uh, legislation or a spending bill uh, to just before the end of the year. And they always kind of hang it over the members of Congress heads. It's like, you know, we need to we need to pass this to keep the government going for another several months. You know, it's the it's just the it's just the obligatory kicking the can down the road. We never uh, get any substantive uh, legislation passed in order to address our exploding debt problem. So about a couple of days before Congress took up this uh, particular legislation, this omnibus bill, this $1.7 trillion omnibus bill, because, you know, we're only $30 trillion, $31 trillion in debt. You know, what's a few hundred billion more here? Uh, Senator Mike Lee of Utah and Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky uh, both had some things about it. So, Spencer, if we've got uh, cut number one ready, uh, this again, this is a couple of days before they took up debate. The bill ultimately passed both the Senate and the House. Unfortunately, 18 Republican senators joined all the Democrats in the Senate to pass this. Just inexplicable. Uh, but a couple of days before the bill was uh, was considered, take it up for debate. 
you had these two Republican senators speaking out of this. So let's start with kind number one. Senator Mike Lee out of Utah had a few things to say. Look, the bill's 4,155 pages long. We got it a few hours ago. Yeah, read, so, read the bill. So, so I, I, I find it offensive when colleagues suggest they deliberately contrive this shutdown threat. They are extorting us and the American people, using the American people and, and the legitimate fears they have as bait. And then they drop it on us at the last possible moment when they could plausibly do it. And then within hours, I, are you done yet? Are you done yet? Are, are you finished? Are you ready to give us consent? Uh, that is that is the height of presumptuousness. This really is this is legislative barbarism. This is extortion and, it, and it's wrong. So it's uh, I'm sorry, that is way too soon to be asking us how quickly we're going to jump to expedite their process from which they excluded every single one of us and 330 million Americans. That's wrong. The bill's 4,155. Senator Mike Lee and, again, uh, Senator Rand Paul out of Kentucky. Spencer, if we have cut number two ready. Uh, Senator Paul out of Kentucky, he also had a few comments, as he normally does. I'd like to just uh, answer that question as well. Unfortunately, this is misreported all of the time. Every day in the hallway, they say, are you going to hold up this spending bill? Are you going to be the fly in the ointment that allows government to shut down? Instead of the honest answer, when did they learn that there was a deadline for spending and why didn't they meet the deadline? The deadline for spending is September 30th. Every year, they didn't meet it. They were given 90 additional days. And last week, that deadline came and they didn't meet it. They were given an additional week, and with that week mostly gone, they come forward and say, and then all of a sudden, it's conservatives' fault for blocking this? No. They know the rules. The rules of the Senate haven't changed. It takes a week to pass a bill in the Senate. And people say, are you going to hold it up? No, it's like, am I going to grant a speeding up of the bill, an expediting of the bill? This is about us doing a special favor to the people who are bankrupting the country. They're in charge. They know the deadlines. It is all on them. These people I would not put in charge of a Minute Mart and three gas stations, much less a $6 trillion economy. They know the deadlines. They fail every year. They bring it to Christmas, and then they blame conservatives. And the thing is, people say, well, you won't vote for a spending bill. Sure, I will. I'll vote for 99% of what we spent last year. You do that for five years, and you'll just about balance your budget. Wow. I, I mean, yeah, and, and, and he's exactly right. It, it's all about lo- the looming shutdown threat, which means when government shut down, I love it. I mean, they, they say that as if it's a bad thing. Well, if we don't get this passed, government will shut down. Great. Where do I sign? You know, uh, it's absolutely unbelievable. And, you know, Chuck Schumer, who was the Senate majority leader, was asked specifically about this. It's like, well, you know, are it the bill is over 4000 pages long. How do you expect all the members to read the entire bill within the time frame you need to vote on? And he says, well, you know, we've been discussing the major provisions of this bill all along. So they should have a general familiarity with it. It's, you know, I'm kind of paraphrasing what Leader Schumer said. Really? Really? Uh, because I have a hard time believing that they knew every intricate detail what was in there. And, and Senator Paul does the Lord's work uh, every year. You know, again, his Festivus report, his airing of grievances, talks about the waste, wasteful spending that takes place. Just unconscionable. Again, this was uh, this is on Senator Paul's official uh, Senate website. I'll just read some of these items. Uh, giving ineligible citizens COVID economic injury disaster grants, $4.5 billion spent on that. $4.5 billion. Using COVID relief funds to construct an 11,000 square foot spa, $140 million. I mean, it's just rounding error to these people, you know. Uh, using COVID relief funds to purchase luxury cars. $31.5 million. Wisconsin school using COVID relief funds to upgrade turf fields, $1.6 million. Camouflage uniforms that do not fit the Af- Afghanistan environment, oh my God, $28 million. Uh, funding a one and a half mile park in Austin, Texas used for yoga and concerts, $9 million. 
Starbucks espresso machines. This is for the Department of Defense, by the way. One hundred ninety-two thousand. Here, here's the one thing that really should alarm you, people: interest payment on the debt. Four hundred seventy-five billion dollars. Nearly half a trillion dollars in interest alone on our debt. And guess what? Fed uh, has been ra- is talking about raising interest rates even higher. That number is going to go even higher. I mean, at this, I mean, I, I forget what year it is, but I think it's n- not in the too distant future. Maybe a decade, two decades from now. I mean, the projected revenue is barely going to cover the interest payment on the debt. Okay, so uh, wake up, folks. Uh, maintaining seventy seven thousand. Empty federal buildings, $1.7 million. Uh, this is a $1.7 billion, I'm sorry, $1.7 billion to maintain 77,000 empty federal buildings. Uh, what else? How about basic education projects in Jordan? $210 million. Expanding the Washington, D.C. streetcar that's rarely used and unreliable, $175 million. Geez, that makes the waste on the Southwest Light Rail here in the Twin Cities a mere pittance. That thing hasn't even got started yet. Uh, helping illegal immigrants avoid deportation, $168 million. Mismanaged and untracked fuel purchases, $77 million. Subsidizing the free New York-Staten Island ferry, $70 million. Overpaying government contractors for terminated contracts, $69 million. I mean, it just the list goes on and on and on and on. Um, here, here's one that I, I kind of got a laugh out of, uh, the national science foundation got a grant of 118,000 researching if Thanos could snap his fingers wearing the infinity gauntlet, $118,000 for that. So yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, if, if, if leader Schumer insisted that members of Congress had an intimate familiarity with what's in the bill because they were kind of constructing the general framework of it for the last several weeks. Uh, This is, this is just absolutely uh, completely insane, but we got, we're going to construct a Gandhi museum for the bargain price of $3 million. So we got that going for us, which is nice. Uh, You know what? Uh, The national Institute of health, they get all sorts of kooky grants uh, like injecting a six-month-old beagle pup with cocaine, $2.3 million for that research. Here's one I would actually pay. Here, here's one I think you could offset this expense because some people might actually pay. I might throw a few bucks in the kitty to see this. Watching hamsters fight on steroids. That's another National Institute of Health grant. Three million bucks. I think you could probably whittle away at that a little bit because there would be some people who would pay to see that. I know I would. I'd pay a few bucks to see that. No doubt about it. So, uh, you know what? That's a that's a common chanting point. Washington is broken. Congress is broken. I'd be hard-pressed to argue that, reading some of this garbage and hearing some of the rhetoric that comes out of there. And here's the thing, and I'll be done here in a couple minutes. You had Congressman Chip Roy. He's a rep, U.S. House rep out of Texas. He was constantly proposing amendments to try to mitigate this monstrosity. And you had members of the House openly groan and complain. It's like, come on, Chip, what are you doing here? It's like, because these people want to get home for Christmas. Well, as you heard Senator Paul talk about, the deadline for spending came and went September 30th, and then they kept kicking the can down the road. So who's to blame for that? And yet, when Senator Chip Roy tries to provide substantive amendments to this monstrosity, you get these people who are angry that just want to cast their vote yes and get out of town and, and, and go home for Christmas. So there you go, folks. Where the American uh, more hundreds of billions of dollars in debt is passed along to our kids, all because members of Congress want to hurry up and get home for Christmas. So enjoy. Uh, Back with another segment on this Christmas edition of the Closer edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Merry Christmas to you and yours. Back with another segment coming up on the broadcast. Go nowhere.
What's got Santa and his reindeer dancing with joy? Savings up to 65% on a new hot tub or swim spa from Master Pool and Spa, Minnesota's largest spa dealer. We have the largest selection at unbeatable prices. We have nearly 40 different models to choose from. Many are on display at our St. Louis Park showroom or visit our website at masterpoolandspa.com. Free delivery to your home or cabin and trade-ins are welcome. We'll even haul away your old spa. Ho, ho, hot tub. Savings up to 65% on a new hot tub or swim spa from Master Pool and Spa. And our 20 years of experience guarantees you the perfect spa. 0% financing till 2024. Get savings up to 65% on a new hot tub or swim spa. Master Pool and Spa. 394 in Louisiana. 952-253-0665. 952-253-0665. Or visit masterpoolandspa.com. That's masterpoolandspa.com. When you take the time to really get to know your body, you find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation and I've never found anything that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. relieffactor.com Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-504-1123. 800-504-1123. That's 800-504-1123. Hey, welcome back. M1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Me, Brad Carlson. Christmas Day Have broadcast. a merry little Christmas. Now, uh, for those of you who are wondering uh, why I settled on to these particular Christmas tunes and these versions, these covers of Christmas tunes that I have, well, these are my favorite covers of these Christmas tunes. Um, it's kind of a special shout-out to Rush Limbaugh, Mannheim Steamroller, going into the last break with Deck the Halls. Rush was a big fan of Mannheim Steamroller and always played Mannheim Steamroller tunes uh, on his show during Christmas. And here's Vince Gill's uh, version of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. I don't know what it is. I've always loved Vince Gill's version of this song. So there you have it. Make the and I don't care what year we're in or what language is hijacked. I will always make the Yuletide gay. I don't care what era we're in. The Yuletide will always be gay in my eyes. Uh, just having fun, folks. Merry Christmas to you and yours. Yeah, that's the that's the theme today. Obviously, Christmas music, but my favorite covers of some of the classic Christmas tunes. Plus, there's some original uh, Christmas songs in there as well that uh, we may that we will get to. As time goes on, I'm deviating from my normal theme, which uh, I do have a theme. Spencer, I don't know if you know this, but I have a theme for how I pick my music week in and week out, in case you were wondering. And there have been two people in the history of this broadcast, whether it's Board Op or our former operations manager, Lee Michaels, who have guessed what the theme is. I don't know if you've caught on to it yet, Spencer, but uh, I'm giving up the game today. The, the game today is Christmas music, obviously, and my favorite covers of classic Christmas tunes. So there you have it. So Merry Christmas to you and yours. Uh, we are uh, rolling on with this edition of the Narn today. 
with each it seems like with each passing day we learn something new about the COVID-19 pandemic or we don't learn anything new necessarily um rather there are more confirmations that come out that confirm people's issues with the draconian lockdowns and vaccine mandates and whatever and uh I, I basically the draconian lockdowns and the nonsensical mandates that took place during the pandemic people are becoming more validated that stood up to these and said wait a minute this just doesn't make a lot of sense so uh, better late than never uh, to the Washington Post here. They had a story that came out or a piece that came out this past Wednesday. The headline reads, regular exercise protects against fatal COVID, a new study shows. You honestly needed a study for that? How much money was granted uh, out of taxpayer dollars for that particular study? Which people sitting at home... Because their health clubs were shut down. Could have told you that, hey, uh, me not being able to go to my health club, it's not only wearing on me physically, but my God, I uh, the endorphins that are released through exercise, I'm just not getting them here at home. I mean, I, I still exercised at home and did what I could, but it, I sure as heck didn't have the equipment as my local health club. But this is a Washington Post uh, piece from Gretchen Reynolds. Men and women who worked out at least 30 minutes most days were about four times more likely to survive COVID-19 than inactive people, according to an eye-opening study of exercise and coronavirus outcomes among almost 200,000 adults in Southern California. The study found that exercise in almost any amount reduce people's risks for a severe coronavirus infection. Even people who worked out for as little as 11 minutes a week, yes, a week, experienced lower risks of hospitalization or death from COVID than those who moved about less. It turns out exercise is even more powerful than we thought at protecting people from severe COVID, said Robert Salas, a clinical professor at Kaiser Permanente Bernard J. Tyson School of Medicine in Los Angeles, and senior author of the new study. The findings add to mounting evidence that any amount of exercise helps lower the ferocity of coronavirus infections, a message with particular relevance now as holiday travel gatherings ramp up and COVID cases continue to rise. Science already offers copious support for the idea that regular moderate exercise increases our immune response and generally helps us avoid respiratory infections, or recover more rapidly if we do catch a bug. In 2011 study, adults who worked out regularly were almost half as likely to develop colds or similar infections as inactive people and almost about 40% less likely to report their illnesses as lingering. Again, this is all a basic confirmation more than a revelation, yet they didn't hesitate to shut down health clubs because, you know, people couldn't properly distance. Or when they did uh, allow health clubs to be open, they would require people to wear masks. You ever try to do a strenuous workout while wearing a mask? It doesn't work out too good. I mean, I, I, you know, my health club, I was willing, when they opened, I was willing to, you know, acquiesce to their desires. And if they're stance was, look, we're going to follow the directive of our state government and state health department, and we ask that you wear a mask, you know, while you work out. It's like, look, I I, I don't get angry with the proprietors of my health club for, as some people might call it, bending the knee toward government because this is their livelihood that's in peril, okay? But it does raise the question, uh where does Ian Smith go to get his reputation and his money returned to him? You remember Ian Smith? He was the New Jersey health club owner who uh, defiantly kept his health, his business open and said, no, it is this, it, this not only is my livelihood, but it is essential that people have some sort of normal routine in their lives 
now that their lives are upset due to this pandemic. And exercise is a huge part of it. And you people were ridiculed when they refused to get the vaccine. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packers quarterback, most famously was ridiculed. It's like, why aren't we being more advocates of being proactive with your health? Whether it's eating better food, more organic food, drinking water, taking vitamins, getting daily exercise. Why aren't we touting that more than just getting a jab and, hey, everything's okay? I mean, isn't that, that's kind of been the American way for a long, long time as far as I'm concerned. Hey, eat whatever food you want. You know, I mean, uh, we're, we're the richest country in the world. We, I mean, re, uh, remember when, uh, way back when, maybe decades ago, maybe centuries ago, or maybe even in some countries currently today, Famine is the biggest problem, right? But here in America, obesity is probably one of the biggest issues we have. And it's because we're such a rich and prosperous country that we have a, 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 you know, food is so readily available to us. And we should celebrate that by indulging. But then if you point out to someone that they're rather unhealthy, all of a sudden you're canceled for fat shaming someone. You know, and you have all these plus-size magazines and these plus-size models say, look at these plus-size models comfortable in their own skin. Well, look, I'm not advocating for personally insulting anybody or shaming anybody, but there has to be a balance. It's like, hey, that's great. You have self-confidence to go out there and do what you want. I mean, I'm a 57-year-old man, and only recently, for the first time in 20-plus years, did I finally get below 200 pounds, you know, and and... I wasn't exactly excited to run out onto the beach, you know, in a swimsuit looking the way I did. You know, I was I, I pretty pudgy, you know, when I was at 220, 230 pounds. Why, well, you know, this year I got, I made a commitment to get below 200 pounds and feeling a lot better about myself. But I did it because I wanted to, to, to physically feel better. Because as you get older and you have more weight on, well, number one, it's difficult to shed those pounds. But secondly, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just vital for your health. And this was discovered very early on in the pandemic when things were shut down and people were told to socially distance, stay at home. It could save lives. Well, we need our people. I talked about this on the show last week, talking about how it's vital that we associate with our friends. And this was kind of becoming a pre-pandemic thing where people were disassociating with friends, choosing to be more on their smartphones because not so coincidentally, it was 2010 or excuse me, 2014, I should say, 2014, where smartphones hit critical mass. And not so coincidentally, people were spending less time with friends and kind of in this, kind of on their phones, you know? So there was that mental health aspect to it too. But we were finding more and more that people were being isolated in their homes wasn't good for them, and exercise releases an endorphins, so not only is it good for your physical health, it's good for your mental health. And... This uh, Ian Smith, who, again, he was a co-owner of a South Jersey gym uh, who butted heads with state officials over his open defiance of coronavirus lockdowns. He was fined every single day for his place of business being open. And guess what? People came to the rescue and said, we are going to raise funds for this gym owner and allow him to defend himself against these fines. Okay. And then that defense fund, that GoFundMe page, got seized by the government. Because people stood up, wanted to stand up for him and say, yeah, we'll help you out with these fines. It was basically a legal defense fund. And it got seized by the government. And yet it turns out he had the right mentality. It's like, look, people need to be physically healthy during this pandemic. And it also helps with their mental health. We already ha- we're having a mental health crisis in this country before the pandemic, and then the pandemic and the lockdowns only exacerbated it. So uh, the Washington Post coming up with this particular story, regular exercise protects against fatal COVID, a new study shows. Come on. This is something people were saying for uh, pretty much since day one of the pandemic when you shut down health clubs. Okay. So this idea that this is some sort of revelation is is absolutely laughable. And you wonder why our health community, health officials in our health community, 
and their reputations are are just in the dumper, basically, because of stuff like this that the common folk were conveying, and it's only a couple of years down the road they say, yeah, you know what? Turns out, regular exercise, general health, that does that does a person good during these isolated periods. Gee, you think? Back with one final segment this hour on a special Christmas edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Me, Brad Carlson. Go nowhere. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. What's got Santa and his reindeer dancing with joy? Savings up to 65% on a new hot tub or swim spa from Master Pool and Spa, Minnesota's largest spa dealer. We have the largest selection at unbeatable prices. We have nearly 40 different models to choose from. Many are on display at our St. Louis Park showroom or visit our website at masterpoolandspa.com. Free delivery to your home or cabin and trade-ins are welcome. We'll even haul away your old spa. Ho, ho, hot tub. Savings up to 65% on a new hot tub or swim spa from Master Pool and Spa. And our 20 years of experience guarantees you the perfect spa. 0% financing till 2024. Get savings up to 65% on a new hot tub or swim spa. Master Pool and Spa. 394 in Louisiana. 952-253-0665. 952-253-0665. Or visit masterpoolandspa.com. That's Master Pool and when you can't stop, <coughs> there's Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub sends powerful medicated Vicks vapors right to the source of your... <coughs> so you can experience cough relief and breathe easier. Generations of families have trusted Vicks VapoRub to help relieve the worst cold symptoms. So next time you have a cough, reach for the Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub. Cough relieving is believing. At am1280thepatriot.com, you guide the conversation. Hewitt, social media censorship. So here's a question for Elon Musk and Barry Weiss. Were any political candidates, either in the U.S. or elsewhere, subject to shadow banning while they were running for office or seeking re-election? Elon Musk answers quite simply, yes. Do you realize how hard it is to run for office? The difficulty of getting people to notice you and to raise money and to get your message out, whether it's school board or president and everyone in between. And then to have a little band of left-wing ideological fanatics in the Twitter C-suite shadow banning you and blocking you and doing it secretly and you disappear. Visit am1280thepatriot.com. Click on hosts and search for whatever's on your mind you'll find a deep archive of intelligent commentary. Are you about to sign an order for siding, roofing, or windows, but you're worried that the price is too high? Keep them honest by contacting me at GetMyThreeQuotes.com and I'll email competitive quotes your way. That's the number three, GetMyThreeQuotes.com. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Merry Christmas to you and yours. Special Christmas edition of the Closer edition of the Narn. We have uh, one final short segment. So I do want to uh, move on to this uh, final segment. I did make a reference to the situation in Afghanistan when I talk about America getting getting involved in wars and you know, I, I took the first segment of this broadcast to talk about the proxy war in Ukraine, where we're basically funding the Ukrainian military to push back against Russia trying to take over their country. Obviously, Afghanistan is a different situation because we were actively had, had actively had boots on the ground for nearly 20 years. And we all remember the disastrous August 2021 withdrawal from Afghanistan. I want to do a quick flashback here. This is kind of number three. This was President Biden when it was announced officially that the military would be withdrawing forces from Afghanistan. Uh, The president was asked uh, some pretty tough questions, and kudos to the press corps for asking these tough questions. 
They asked the president some pretty tough questions. Uh, I just want you to keep in mind his answers to some of these tough questions as I get into this next story that I'm going to wrap up this hour. So cut number three. Is the Taliban takeover of Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. Why? Because you have the Afghan troops have 300,000 well-equipped, as well-equipped as any army in the world and an air force against something like 75,000 Taliban. It is not inevitable. You trust the Taliban, Mr. President? You trust the Taliban, sir? You, is that a serious question? It's absolutely a serious question. You trust the Taliban? You no, I do not. Okay, stop right. We'll cut, no. it, we'll cut it off right there. So basically, I wanted to cover the point where he was asked, do you think the Taliban takeover of Afghanistan is inevitable? Because obviously the Taliban was ready for U.S. troops to draw down. And this was a symbolic gesture by the administration. They wanted to draw down, so they had this symbolic drawback. And, oh, look at this, the 20-year anniversary of the 9-11 terrorist attacks. That was the catalyst for the war in Afghanistan. And look at the sparkling success. We got out of there and left the country to the Afghan military in order to take on the Taliban. Well, this is a story from NPR this past week. Taliban security forces fanned out to some universities and informal learning centers in Kabul on Wednesday, teachers said, enforcing an edict issued the night before that appears to have banned most females from any education beyond sixth grade. In one instance, a teacher reported security forces barging into class, shouting at girls to go home. Some of the students started verbal arguments with them, but they didn't listen. My students left their classes crying, said Wahid Hamidi, an English language teacher at a tuition center in Kabul. The move was expected and dreaded by observers as the Taliban's supreme leader, Mullah Abdullah Akhanzada, imposed his vision of an Afghanistan, which is ultra-conservative, even by the hardline group standards. So we're basically back to square one where females are 100% oppressed in this country and not allowed to get an education beyond sixth grade. So was it inevitable the Taliban will take over? The president said no, but we all knew. Within the week that American forces were out of there, the Taliban was taking our military equipment that was left behind and doing a parody of planning the American flag at Iwo Jima. A sad state in American history, and the president's approval rating has never recovered so sad deal pray for those folks in Jack afghanistan hour number one in the books hour number two coming back in your moments yuletide carols being sung by choir. first we decide where we want to go then we need to know the best way to get there hi my name's adam barada i'm the owner of advantage gold we're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. What's your favorite high school sports memory? A late-inning rally? A game-winning shot? A photo finish? Maybe it's a pep rally or a pregame ritual. Maybe it's the euphoria of a late-night bus ride home after a hard-fought win. Maybe it's having pizza with teammates after the game. Now, imagine if it never happened at all. School sports need your help. With budgets getting tighter, it's more than the games that are on the line. It's all the traditions, the community pride, the culture of your hometown high school. Plus, all those memories that are on the line too what can you do it's simple buy a ticket when you can go to a game take the whole family let's do everything we can to keep those cherished school sports memories alive 
This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Santa, Santa, something terrible is happening. Ho, 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 Rudolph, calm down. Tell me what's going on. I just overheard Mrs. Claus talking. Yes? She said that she's getting a new Santa. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Rudolph, I know all about it. Mrs. Claus is getting a new Santa Fe from Invergrove Hyundai. What's a Santa Fe? A Santa Fe is Hyundai's most advanced SUV. Jam-packed with safety and technology features. And its spacious five-passenger interior is like the Claus family room on wheels. Does this mean we won't have to take her in the sleigh to Pilates class every Tuesday? That's right. Ho, ho, ho. Every new Hyundai like the Santa Fe comes with America's best warranty. 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain and Hyundai Assurance. You deserve a great car buying experience, and that's what you'll get at Invergrove Hyundai. Online at InvergroveHyundai.com. InvergroveHyundai.com. And they're reindeer recommended. AM 12A. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.